0: Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes, with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. On December 10 last year, Lady Anne I.C. Salem, a journalist, and Rodrigo Esparago, a labor organizer, were illegally and forcibly arrested in a pre dawn raid.
1: So I went back, and I was facing the whole condo unit. battle gear facing away
0: from the whole condo unit. in and didn't allow them to call anyone. the the they were thrown in jail unceremoniously.
1: We declare that we were missing siguro for maybe 12 hours or more. But we kami for the first 38 hours.
0: Ako po si Robby Alampay, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teca Teca. Today is International Human Rights Day Again, exactly a year since IC's arrest, but her saga is far from over. 2 months after IC and Esparago were arrested, a Mandaluyong court dismissed the case against them. It found inconsistencies and contradictions in the testimonies of the police and an informant we're quoting here. There were not enough facts and circumstances which would lead a reasonably direct and prudent man to believe that an offense has been committed and that the objects sought in connection with the offense are in the place sought to be searched. End quote. The court said the search warrant was void after the police failed to seize only those items listed in the warrant. The search warrant had listed only one laptop and cell phone but the raiding team took four laptops and five cell phones. And so the court concluded, the police, quote, undertook a fishing expedition to seize and confiscate any and all cell phones and laptops they found in their premises. Close quote.
1: Kasi dapat kung search warrant, you have to specifically say what item you are after.
0: As for the gun and the grenade,
1: yung sa part ng material inconsistencies, in the statement the police and the informant those statements the judge maintained na material inconsistencies na substantial sila sila inconsequential
0: On March 5, 2021, IC and Esparago were finally released from jail. But we are now just entering the next chapter in IC saga. They attended a press conference the day after being released.
1: Sa pagkalaya po ng aming kasabahan sa Manila Today, ang aming editor po, yan. Ang sarap, sarap sabihin na ang aming editor sa Manila Today na si Lady Anzalem at uh, ang, syempre po ang trade unionist na si Rodrigo Esparago. Matapos po ang isang buwan na madismiss ang kaso, uh, ito na nga po, no? Uh, na-release na po silang dalawa. At uh, syempre, ni na po natin na...
0: But again, they disappeared from public eye. They had been advised to keep a low profile. Because if there's anything their own coverage of red tagging victims had taught them, the harassment and surveillance does not necessarily stop just because cases are thrown out of court. In fact, the judge herself who threw out the case, the judge was red tagged. Tarpaulins popped up on EDSA, linking her to the Communist Party of the Philippines. Meanwhile, two months after their release, the Solicitor General sought to reverse the dismissal of the case. And soon after that, I.C. and her colleagues saw their harassment through text and online ramping up again. They were forced into hiding, but menacing messages reached them all the same, making the point they were being surveilled and that hiding would be useless.
1: Yung sa mga threats, yung yung parang nandito kayo, magkakasama kayo, ganyan. Pinupost nila publicly sa mga Facebook comments and pages. Pero at the same time, din nila personally sa ilang mga tao na parang sa tingin ko are connected to me or I work with or who I regularly converse with.
0: I see notes, her email and Facebook accounts were all accessible via the laptop and phone that were taken from her. She was never able to log them out. And fast forward to today, she says that to all intents and purposes, those accounts are no longer hers. She's had to set up new email addresses, and whoever did have access to her online accounts clearly could do so much with them, from noting down her contacts and correspondences to keeping track of our friends and associates. Now as Communication Officer of the International Association of Women in Radio and Television, and a director at the National Union of Journalists in the Philippines, IC is now bent on making sure other female journalists who are persecuted find a safe place and know where to get help.
1: I am working on the Digital Safe House project of IWRT and International Media Support. The Digital Safe House is a one-stop shop or a first-stop shop to link, that will link journalists' safety and well-being programs being offered by various media organizations or actually any type of organization working on journalist safety and well-being. So we have a third-party platform where journalists can go to and seek help or report cases.
0: The Committee to Protect Journalists says at least 87 journalists have been killed in the Philippines since 1992. At least 10 were killed during the administration of President Rodrigo Duterte. Most victims of physical assault are male. But on top of physical attacks, female journalists deal with a different kind of violence.
1: But the women journalists like us, Maria and Anne Kruger, Fanchime Kumpio, we experience different forms of harassment and we have to live through it. And not just one type of harassment anymore because like what's happened to Maressa and myself, it's not just the legal harassment, not just the digital surveillance and all that. In various discussions that we've had, it doesn't help that the top leader in the country is enabling such kind of culture by making rape jokes and catcalling uh, reporters and even making light of harassing a house helper and all that. So it's still happening, sexual harassment, online harassment,
0: Icy herself has been on the receiving end of misogynistic remarks about her relationship status. She's been cast a communist, a terrorist, even a mistress.
1: Na enable hanggang saibaba yung mga ganun, mga atake. where presidents talk about or made rumors about vice president or relationship or senator Lila Dilima's relationship. Parang they're weaponizing public morals. Parang ganun. There should also be like a support mechanism or continuing efforts to support or provide help for journalists to be able to continue to address this and to actually continue to work and live.
0: We asked IC about the irony of building a digital safe house while she herself is in danger both digitally and physically. She's working, as we said, with the IAWRT, building from what she now personally knows. Being harassed online, putting her contacts at risk just for being connected to her old Facebook and email accounts, getting threatening messages, that ever-present fear of being followed offline and online. Speaking with us from wherever she is hiding, away from her family and friends, unable to even meet with her co-workers, I see lives with and works through the absurdity of it all.
1: When IWRT thought of the digital safe house, they wanted me to have a project because they they knew that I'd be familiar with how to run it and probably what would it need. I don't know if it's ironic or if it's just a testament that we need a digital safe house or a platform where we can now try to address our safety, to beef it up. For me, thinking from the side of being project manager of the Digital Safe House is that if I can help people like me, and then we will probably have like a proof of concept that that this could actually work, and this this could actually be something that we need to strengthen and continue.
0: The Digital Safe House is intended to launch sometime around Human Rights Day, December 10, exactly a year after she was arrested.
1: I'm getting help from it actually because of the partners that we are speaking with like how I got the personal digital security assessment and how we are we were able to escalate to Gmail to take down my account. So those were uh, with the partners of DSH that we spoke with and then we found out that they have such programs that they can offer.
0: We also asked IC, and when your family and friends ask you Asan ka na? where are you now? What do you tell them?
1: Thereabouts, somewhere here, just here, you know, (laughs) something like that. It's it's just, they, they kind of understand already that maybe they would not need to find out anymore. It's something that they're trying to get used to and they had to reckon with after what happened on December 10, 2020.
0: Apologies again, and we thank you for understanding this potty audio quality. We had to record this online, and in IC's case, from where data and Wi-Fi were quite weak. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Teka, Teka for Human Rights Day. For the full unedited version, please check out Teka, Teka Explains, our new explainer series also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or kung saan man kayo pumapodcast. Muli, ako po si Robby Alampay, Pumapodcast. This episode was produced by myself. It was written by Trisha Aquino. Audio editor is Fresh Capistrano. Maraming salamat po.
1: As we work, play, and spend the holidays with our loved ones at home, we don't just need stable internet we need the strongest connection. Pero teka teka, have you heard about PLDT Homes 2021 Holiday Deals? When you purchase a Holiday Deals product, you get free installation and modem activation with no cash out, and stand a chance to win smart home lifestyle devices, speed boosts, and more. On top of all that, for every purchase of a PLDT Home Holiday Deals product, PLDT Home will match the total amount and donate it to the Tuloy Pa Rin Ang Pasko Movement for the benefit of frontliners and families in need. Check out pldthome.com slash fiber to find out more. That's pldthome.com slash F-I-B-R.